This podcast may contain explicit language and themes, so listener discretion is advised. Ill-advised, misinformed, our half-baked opinions will be performed. Are you ready? Is the mic on? Welcome to the Hill to Die On. You're listening to A Hill to Die On, a podcast hosted by two stubborn as shit Aussies who give hot takes on a different topic every week, go away to dig deeper, and then reconvene to share whether or not their hot take hill was worth dying on. We're your inflatable friends. Josie Spicer and Cara Brooks. So this week we're asking the question, are ghosts real? So before we get started with this week's discussion, I just want to say a huge thank you to our newest Fanny Candida, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. You're now a certified Fanny Candida. Welcome. Welcome to the Fanny Candidas. Are ghosts real? No. No, but I still get spooked out by them <laughs> yeah fair. um i i don't know i i know of some people that have had some weird shit happen which it's happened to me i'm sure it's all explainable by science or like a cocktail of substances or something like that but i'm gonna say no what about you cara do you think ghosts are real yeah i don't <laughs> oh you don't oh my god when you said yeah, yeah i was like oh okay <laughs> I wish I had some like crazy story where I could try and convince you that they are, but I don't and they're not. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, all right. See ya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on that note, uh, good day. I do watch a lot of those shows. Um, like there's one on Netflix called Paranormal Survivor. Um, and I've seen all, of, I think it's got two seasons now I've watched it. Like I like watching shows where people think they're real just because I like trying to diagnose their personality disorders, um, <laughs> but not like it doesn't speak me. It speaks me more than I'm like, they're out in public, unmedicated, oh, <laughs> but shit. not that, um, not that actual ghosts are going to fuck me up. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, cause if these people truly believe they're being haunted, that must be fucking terrifying for them. Yeah. I think so much of me wants to believe in ghosts. And sometimes I do a little bit of self policing in case a ghost is watching me. So, some, okay, like this sounds so stupid. <laughs> this is like the CCTV, but with ghosts. Like, it is. It is absolutely. You're the already same. <laughs> by ghosts 24 7. So, what the fuck does the camera matter? <laughs> you have <Yeah>. no privacy. <laughs> ghosts are fucking rude if they're about. <laughs> yeah, because we've got some horny ghosts around. Like, I have no doubt. Um, and so, like, you know, there's there's definitely been more than multiple occasions uh, where I've been getting dressed and just given the finger around the room. Um, again, like a CCTV. <laughs> just in case. Just, just like case. covering your bases. Like, yeah, yeah, just like, fuck you, ghosts. <laughs> For I someone mean, who doesn't believe in ghosts, I sure do act like they're around. I mean, you know, if you hadn't told me and everyone else that you do that, no one would know except the ghosts. <laughs> So there's really no harm in doing it. <laughs> like, Fucking dubbed in. Yeah, but it's like either they see it or they don't. <laughs> um, it comes down to like believing about in an afterlife, I suppose, right? So if you don't believe in an afterlife, you don't believe in ghosts. Like that would be a pretty logical conclusion. I do have an exception Yeah. Um, in terms of like I don't believe in ghosts in a traditional sense, but I am willing to make exceptions for weird things that could be explained by science, even mm. if it's a really obscure theory. So things like if it was like a parallel universe where like energy can cross over, 
or mm. weird things like that where it, or like p- if people you know because there's a lot about science we don't know and about consciousness and energy and transfer of energy and that sort of thing so it's like if you were able to you know leave energy in certain places or I don't know like I'm not totally close to that I just don't believe it yeah I think I maybe kind of get what you're saying like it's not necessarily rooted in um death and an afterlife but you're open to like some other phenomenon kind of going on there yeah yeah have you had anything that have experienced where you're like oh if I was someone else I would have chalked that up to a paranormal experience or anything like that I've had a really creepy thing happen but it was legitimately creepy (laughs) okay go ahead Um, (laughs) I guess so when I was I was 10 years old and we lived on the Sunshine Coast and I was middle of the night and so this is one of those stories where it starts off like it's sleep paralysis but Mm. I can explain why it wasn't um so I woke up in the middle of the night and there was someone sitting at my desk in my room in the dark what um yeah and I was 10 so I was like no 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 (laughs) like as any 10 year old does I'm just like I'm gonna hide under the covers and kind of roll over and I would check every now and then and he's still fucking sitting there and I still remember like wearing a hoodie like with the hood up And it wasn't anyone in my family. Like it was, they were definitely older than my brother and smaller than my dad and not my mom because it was a dude. And were they looking at you? Yup. No, I just looked behind me. I'm so scared. (laughs) And I stayed there the whole fucking night. Like I couldn't sleep because I was so, or like, you know, just super anxious until finally the sun came up. And I had been, you know, when you just get so exhausted that you do, kind of fall asleep so I'd Mm -hmm. been you know so exhausted I had fallen asleep woken up realized the sun was up and was like fuck turn around and the person's gone so I was like nope and just booked it to my parents room because the reason that I hadn't run to my parents room immediately was I would have had to sort of run past them or there was an opportunity to grab yeah so I was like no 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 and I went to my parents room and was like you guys someone was in my room last night they were watching me sleep and they were like okay like that's just a bad dream and I'm like no I was awake (laughs) and I can totally see how my parents were like "Mm, no that sounds like sleep paralysis like even though I was moving it's like you could have dreamt that you were moving you know there's certain things that and like knowing what I know about sleep paralysis I'm like fuck yeah that's sleep paralysis except my parents were talking about it and they were like yeah that's you know you know bad dreams bad dreams so like the way our house is sort of positioned you had to if you went from the laundry to outside to the clothesline you walked past my bedroom and Mm -hmm. they'd like gone and hung out the washing and they'd come back inside and they were just like fucking pale and they were like yeah we just went past your bedroom and um the screen's been lifted off and was placed next to the window oh my god cara (laughs) so yeah that was my creepy experience oh my god i definitely i could not sleep near windows at all oh my god probably like this year i think or last year was the first time i started sleeping next to the window again um, so that was some long-term scarring, um, and I always lock windows. But yeah, ah, uh, but it wasn't a ghost. So <laughs> unless no. it was a real fucking like savvy ghost that learned how to fucking take windows off. But I wish it were a ghost. <laughs> like that's the I guess that's the only scarier thing, right? Is that it's someone, it's something. Yeah, like someone that can do like, actual harm. Exactly. That's way more terrifying than a ghost than a pervy ghost yeah yeah holy fuck dude i'm so sorry i had no idea hmm. it's yeah it's one <laughs> that's actually, actually really upsetting 
Yeah, I wrote a um, Reddit sub, like a post about it on uh, Let's Not Meet one time, the yeah. subreddit. And I remember like people then started asking like follow up questions to it that I didn't know the answers to because I was only 10 when it happened. And I texted my mom and was like, hey, do you remember when that dude was in my room watching me sleep when I was 10? Like, do you remember what happened with that? And I immediately get a phone call. and She's like, yeah, okay, so this is what happened. Oh, my God. And I don't remember to, that was, even that conversation was like, 10 years ago nearly all oh, right so, so you like, don't, I don't like, really remember too they well, never I found think. out who it was or it never happened again or no I think there was some sort of shit where it had happened to a few people like they did get in touch with the police it was Ooh. a yeah but they didn't end up doing anything about like the police as far as I know didn't do anything about it. Jesus Christ I'm feeling very thankful to be on like second story right now but I think it's something where like a lot of kids believe in ghosts you know what I mean? Because they don't fucking know any better. So to them, it's like ghosts are just as real as like Santa or the Easter Bunny or anything yeah. else. Like It's like ghosts are just a part of your world as a child. Yeah. So I think a lot more kids have ghost experiences and have, you know, imaginations mm. to go with it the same way they have like imaginary friends and other things like that. Sure. I may have told you before, but I have a vivid memory of looking out of my dining room window in Deception Bay and seeing the big pineapple and like <laughs> like which is at least an hour away from deception bay um but i vividly remember seeing the big fucking pineapple and in hindsight no i would have seen a palm tree that looked particularly spiky that day and for years and years i genuinely believed that you could see the big pineapple from my house alternate theory mandela effect and you actually in a different universe you your house could see the big pineapple. Jeez, what a fucking sorry state of affairs that that's how it chose to manifest. Right. <laughs> so the only experience or, like, series of experiences that I had that I wanted to attribute to ghosts was, like, the week after my cousin was murdered by her husband. So the first part of it was my auntie, who wasn't the mother of Haley. so just another auntie she was saying um that night her clock had stopped at like 7 30 and we know that 7 30 is approximately the time of death that night that Haley had died and so you know of course my my family's still welcome to believe that that's yeah like a message or yeah yeah I'm not about to poo-poo on other people for like finding comfort in these things at all so there was that and you know at the time I clung on to that my auntie who is the mother of Haley that night had a dream that she was walking a little girl, holding a little girl's hand and walking towards her own grandma who was dead. Yeah. And kind of handed the girl over to her. Oof, that's a rough dream. The, the night that her daughter was murdered and she Oh, so like she didn't know yet? No. Oh. No. And uh. so that's still one where I'm like, that is a fucking coincidence. Like, Yeah, seriously. I don't fault anyone for finding comfort and meaning in that. And then... The week following, it had been raining kind of the day that we found out Haley had been killed and then for the week after as well. And um, all these, like, pink flowers popped up. And, and and now, like, I understand that that just, like, happens in that part of Brisbane um, after rain. But because I had never actually noticed them before and pink was Haley's favorite color it's kind of like you know Haley was yeah. already on my mind and then I'm finding these pink flowers and then I'm assigning significance to them but at the time when you're like grieving the, like the most intense grief you're trying to grab all these things and be like see 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 there's something else 
and like that that wasn't the end of it and then also that week I remember shutting my eyes and hearing and feeling someone whisper my name into my ear but I again looking back I think that was probably like sleep deprivation and you know when you kind of like sometimes your senses get really weird as you're dozing off yeah I think it was that and then everything else I've kind of explained how that's explainable except for the dream thing like that is really yeah that's odd a big coincidence it is it's a huge coincidence like that's the best explanation I have for it yeah so I guess at that point in my life I was like yep I believe that there's ghosts personally as I've kind of processed that grief a bit more I don't believe in it um I just think like it would be so much worse if that were the case like could you imagine just being a fucking observer to oh. our world as it is like oh i've heard back to fucking hell like yeah, not participating right? in anything is just like the worst form of torture like right. having to watch it but not being able to interact or like oh yeah okay cara well uh let's go away and <laughs> figure out if ghosts are real or not and see if we still are skeptics or if we've become true believers yeah yeah happy haunting <laughs> So it's been a week. We've been looking into whether or not ghosts exist. There's a global pandemic. There is. Let's just brush over that one. (laughs) Everything is fucked. And, like, to be fair, it's been going on for a while, but it just seemed to escalate really fucking quickly, especially for us this week. Because um, our government had plenty of warning and did nothing about it, so they're like, (laughs) oh, shit. (laughs) And they're still doing pretty much nothing about it. So I hope we can listen to this episode a year from now and be like, oh, that old chestnut. That time. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. We'll be like, oh, yeah, where I lost all these people that I cared about. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Someone said like this anticipatory grief that people are kind of going through, whether it's about their lives or expecting someone that they know or care about to die or someone that they know and care about to lose someone and then yeah taking care of those people through their grief and it's just like mm-hmm. fuck this is and so through that fucking up. like job losses and yes. through, like they're just instability and insecurity and, and like, oh. poverty and yeah ghosts Kara. okay so i had grand plans to spend like the whole evening one night this week watching so there's a show on netflix called paranormal survivor and it's literally mm-hmm. just people like conveying their ghost stories or their you know quote unquote real experiences i sat through three hours of it Ugh. and i think i lost like 50 iq points in that time and it was something i'd seen before like i have watched the show before that's why i knew it existed but i think i just must have been so not paying attention that and because you, you're watching it as you know more fiction rather than trying to find ways to validate it mm-hmm. and so it was a completely different context like re-watching it and fuck it was mind-numbing like I just got to a point where I was like no nah, I'm turning this shit off there was not one story where I was like oh yeah I could see maybe no no they were all fucked they were all like so incredible just like it's like the alien abductions. Like it's the same type of people where you're like, mm-hmm. mm, okay, like you clearly have some other shit going on and this isn't about that and it's not about ghosts. You know? Like some, are you talking about like um, maybe some mental illness or grief issues or something like that? All of the above, like personality oh, yeah. disorders, like you name it. Out of all of the stories, and there's like three episodes, 
three stories an episode. I think the episodes Jeez. are roughly like 40 minutes or something. Um, so it was a lot of stories that I heard and not a single fucking one was I like, hmm, yeah. That Were you just like, one. you're like, you can explain that by doing this or like. Yeah, just, yeah. Or yeah. just like you're full of shit. Like oh, <laughs> that didn't lying. fucking happen. Oh, straight up. Straight the fuck up. And people who would say, like, oh, my kid said this and there's no way that he would have known this. And it's like, uh, yeah, unless you heard you having a fucking phone conversation with someone else about it. You live in the same fucking house, dipshit. Kids listen to everything. Did they even try to, like, debunk it or were they just taking it as fact? Yeah, straight up, like, verbatim, this is what happened. (sighs) And it's just that person telling their story, like, accompanied by shitty reenactments. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, it's great A viewing. I tried to listen to some ghost story podcasts and I couldn't do it, Kara. I was like, especially. It's so hard. <laughs> I'd like to think maybe if it was a different week as well, I could have been yeah. a bit more tolerant. But, but patience I was, like, was not there, right? <laughs> so I, I did read uh, an article and someone was talking about, I think it was like an anthropologist or someone was talking about, um, she was saying the the most common uh, explanations for ghost sightings, like if they kind of do get debunked, are carbon monoxide poisoning, hmm. mold, drafts, so wind, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, the you know, seeing faces in things. And the power of suggestion is huge. I, I did start to read a bit of a study that was, I had a bunch of people who didn't know, you know, what study they were a part of and they went on a ghost tour. And they basically... I read that one too. Yeah, you did? Yeah. yeah. And it was like actually a whole bunch of them ended up believing in that they experienced something on a ghost tour yeah. because of the language that was used. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, in the same way that if you were served a, a meal and you're told it's one thing, you're going to expect one thing. You know what I mean? Like there's an expectation creates mm-hmm. a sort like something could be delicious. And if like, if someone gives you a steak and tells you it's ice cream and you've got your eyes closed and you eat it, it's going to taste fucking putrid. Like yeah. Yeah, even yeah. if it's like the best steak you've eaten in your life, if you're expecting steak, it's great. If you're told it's ice cream, it's going to fucking suck. Like, yeah, you build up an yeah. expectation or, or something in your head. It's a ghost tour. You're going to expect that you know, <laughs> you're already anticipating that it's that. So, exactly. exactly. Versus like we're just walking through a house or something. Like, so the last thing I had was an article that was a BBC article uh, by David Robson from 2014, and it was called Psychology, the Truth About the Paranormal. Um, in that article, he said three quarters of Americans believe in the paranormal, which is a pretty big number, if that's, that's true. huge, yeah. yeah. And one in five claim to have actually seen a ghost. It was He was explaining, like, uh, what, like, given the paranormal sort of thing and then the reason for it so we're saying like some paranormal experiences can just be like faulty activity in the brain um and then we're sort of breaking it down so like poltergeist moving objects um is consistent with damage to certain regions of the right hemisphere of the brain which is responsible for visual processing so i guess yeah so like that combined with you know a draft or think like they could easily explain so much phenomenon yeah um so also certain forms of epilepsy can give people that like spooky feeling that someone's like watching them or stalking oh. them or there's like someone in the shadows like lurking close by. Uh, out-of-body experiences are like now accepted neurological phenomena. So that's not, you know, a paranormal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
visual illusions so like if you look at something and you see something else like you know you see um like a, a hag or something in the mirror <laughs> that's just my mirror but yeah like if you see something that like doesn't quite you know that, that that you get scared from in that sense um and that can be anything from like you know an old person or um an animal or something doesn't look how it's supposed to and apparently what it is is often from like poor lighting or situations where there's missing data for your brain mm -hmm. um your brain fills in the gaps it's like an automatic thing that we do because you don't see everything all the time and so it just fills it in wrong <laughs> so it's, Jesus. It's, it's, it's taken a, a stab in the dark so to speak and it's, it's like uh <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah i'll just cram in some of this info and it's totally fucking wrong and so yeah. <laughs> you look at your reflection and you're like whoa fuck who Jesus. is that and it's like a different mm -hmm. person in the mirror. It's like actually, it's just your brain was like, "What the fuck?" Like, just decided yeah. to just got a little confused. Yeah. Oh fuck! I didn't. I didn't figure this one and just yeah, shoved whatever in Jeez. there. Have you ever experienced an auditory hallucination? Um, I have, but from sleep deprivation. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So when I was in um, undergrad, it was actually my first semester, first year of uni. So I was like <laughs> sixteen years old. And um, all I was doing basically was this assignment. And so I wasn't sleeping. I would like go to bed for like two hours, get up and keep working on it just because I had Jeez. to get it done. And by the end of two weeks, I was lying in bed and or like had gone to go to bed but couldn't sleep just because I was, you know, staring at a screen all day. And I heard a woman, it was as if she was in my room standing next to my head um just screaming don't you dare fall asleep and it's oh my god the shit the out fuck, of me yeah, it was like horse hooves like a sound of like horse like oh no stop 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 yeah. and then it was like don't you dare fall asleep and i was like hmm. and i knew it was in my head because i was awake like as in i knew no one was in the room with me otherwise it would have fucking oh. really terrified me but um yeah i was like oh you've gone insane like it was just one of those moments and because my dad was a mental health nurse at the time um, the next morning I was like, so this thing happened. Like, am I going mm. crazy? And he was just like, oh, sleep deprivation, don't do it. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and I think there's some people that are more prone to that as a symptom. Um, like I have had similar things happen uh, when I've been really high. Um, so I think there's some people that are more prone to schizophrenia than others. Mm. And I might be one of those people. Um, but yeah, it was not fun. And I could completely relate to how people would feel in those situations like it legitimately feels like someone is there talking to you if you had associate like beliefs already so like a faith in or like the paranormal like if i thought that was a ghost or something like... that and but also like um so someone that believed in the devil and then you hear a hooved fucking creature yeah, you know, yeah, true. Like, you're going to make those connections as well right yeah true well, funny because I didn't until just now, but yeah, true. This is something, okay, so in this article it was saying that believers have weaker um, cognitive inhibition, the skill that allows you to sort of like quash your unwanted thoughts, um, whereas mm. skeptics can push this aside easily. And it was talking about like, say like you're thinking about your mom and then your mom calls you and you're like, you know, for a skeptic, you're like, oh, that's a weird coincidence. Yeah. And think nothing more of it. Whereas people who are like believers, so to speak, would be like, oh, like, what is this? Must have got a message. Yeah, yeah, like some weird like telepathy or something, you know, they, they find more meaning in it and they can't let it go. Um, and I think that's, I think it's interesting because we're, 
we're the sort of people I think that would like to find patterns and meaning in a lot of things, but not in paranormal things. Um, but it's said that paranormal believers also tend to have greater confidence in their decisions, even when they're based on ambiguous information. <laughs> so basically, we're too insecure for this. <laughs> so none of what you're saying surprising me we're yeah. good at pushing our thoughts away yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're insecure like, yes 100 <laughs> yeah. yeah and they were saying like basically the reason that people believe stuff is that they like we as humanity i guess don't like believing that the universe is random i was like no i actually quite like believing that because <laughs> otherwise i'm like fuck you universe <laughs> how's your hill going do you think ghosts exist absolutely not I um. have planted my ass. Sorry. <laughs> I'm no, just you keep so going. angry. <laughs> yeah, I've like built a non haunted home on the hill. Like, <laughs> there's no fucking ghosts. Um, yeah, I've planted my ass on the hill. I am not moving. Sorry to like, what is it, like two thirds of people that believe? Nah. Unless a ghost fucking comes, picks me up, and drags me down that hill. Nah. <laughs> even then still kind of doubtful i'll probably be like it's just my imagination <laughs> like, you've gone crazy again cara like i mean probably you finally lost it it's probably actually a person more likely as well like yeah um maybe does prince philip as he is half living today does he count as a ghost kind of <laughs> i thought about that at one point as well i was like he's the closest seeing a ghost like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, so, you know, if you want to talk ghost photos, that one where he's coming back from the hospital. <laughs> I think about it all the fucking time. <sighs> Fuck. Well, this week, this fortnight's episode is a bit delirious, but I feel like anyone listening contemporaneously will be able to empathize. Ghosts aren't real, but also I don't fucking care. Like... <laughs> Like, you got bigger um, problems than Casper right now, motherfuckers. Like, yeah. I want to be able to eat and I want to be able to hug my friends. That's all yeah. That's all I want right now. Fuck yeah. me, Dad. But next fortnight, we're using COVID-19 as a bit of a springboard for next fortnight's discussion. Is capitalism sustainable? So we hope you catch us then. You can find us on various places around the internet. You can find us on Facebook at A Hill to Die On. You can uh, like us on Instagram at a hill to die on pod. You can find us on Twitter at a hill to die on pod. You can send us an email at hill to die on pod at gmail.com. And you can go to our website at hill to die on fuck. What is it? A hill to die on pod.com. And if you feel like giving some funds our way to help us through these hard, hard times, we would much appreciate it. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash hill to die on hill to die on pod. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Catch you later. Please don't die in the meantime.